Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Doctor Script Show, where we're talking about your favorite food foods. Jesus. Ooh, <laughs> I want to keep that. Uh, all right, I'll, you know, I'll think about keeping that in. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, what's up? Welcome to the Doctor Script Show, where we're talking about your favorite films, what was good, what was bad, and how we can improve them. We don't just talk about the problems; we give solutions to the problems. Today. I am so gracious, so blessed to be wow. here with my great co-host, Dr. Sam. It's so great to be here. That was, that was so many nice things. I, I could just carve up all those compliments and just serve them to, serve them to people because carving and cutting is, uh, is uh, the name of the game today. Ooh, yes, we are. But, you know, I feel like you might need some water with that, some good H2O. Oh, gotta, gotta drink that down. Just really, really hydrate, even though the film we watch has barely any H2O. I know, right? There's so many people that are just dehydrated running around. Honestly, yeah. well, uh, well... There's people hallucinating and everything. It's like, crazy. Yes. If they drank their water, like the title suggests, enough, this wouldn't, this wouldn't be, this wouldn't have been happening. Ah, uh, no. So, oh. uh, uh, what, are, what are we watching that requires this much H2O? We are talking about the great, the best Halloween <laughs> H2O. That's right. The best Halloween that I've ever seen. Oh, yes. By far. By far. It's definitely... An, it's at number one best Halloween I've seen. Yeah. Because... We haven't seen any We've other never Halloween seen any Halloween movies, movies <laughs> except for this one. For this. Uh, uh, I mean, we picked this one because it's kind of the one most people talk about as like the... Uh, not necessarily the outlier, but the weird... The one... The outlier that includes Jamie Lee Curtis that's like, really? This is your 20-year anniversary to Halloween? Yeah, you got the crew back together, and this is what you put up, and then we have the new one coming out later this week, so we thought we would go give a little dive into it. Yeah. You know, for a movie that has LL Cool J. Oh, it's about what so, I expected. Honestly, the, the most underutilized LL Cool J performance ever. Honestly, though. It, it's, it's something, and I'm not sure how this how well our, our our description will be without the understanding of the four or five Halloween movies that come before, but I think I think the movie does a good a good enough job on its own that we we will be able to fix things independent of your knowledge of Halloween. Yes, and you know, besides needing more H two O in this film, of course, I think we have some ideas. I will say though that when I first he I heard about the title of this movie, I thought it was one of those kind of things where it's like Jason X, where it's like Jason in space, and I was like, Halloween H two O. Oh, it's going to be like kind of like you know, set at a camp with like a lake, or like it's going to actually like be at a pool. No, they call it H two O because it's Halloween H. 2-0, 20 years later. What? Just call it, like, Halloween, like, Revelations, or, like, <laughs> Halloween the Return, or so, some something like that. Don't call it H2O. That's stupid. Bad we marketing. Know, we know this movie is only the smartest of wits. And oh, yes. Some, from, from what we've seen, it's definitely, uh... Definitely up there. Should we just start start talking about it? Yeah, let's just dive into this baby. Let's carve let's dive some, into uh, it like it's a, a pool of H2O. Ooh, nice, nice. But yeah, the I mean, talk about carving up pumpkins. The very first shot of this film is a knife being raised in the air and just sticking it into a pumpkin and carving it in the worst way possible. Yeah. You don't carve them by just repeatedly stabbing that pumpkin. That's not how you treat a pumpkin. Oh, it's barely how you treat a person. <laughs> yeah, right? Don't just <laughs> stab your friends. Like, we have this opening scene, we see the whole outside of this one house, and this one nurse is coming into it, and realizes that her house got broken into, so she's, like, nervous and goes down to talk to the local kids. Yeah, the, the neighbor kids who live next door who are tough as nails. And, uh, Sam, we got a little cameo from someone uh, pretty notable, do you want to say? We, we were graced... By surprise, I did not know this was going to happen, by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. As, like, 20 years ago, like, the 16-year-old kid, however old he is, and just, he's kind of like the tough guy <laughs> who's next door, and, is, and she the nurse comes over and is like, I'm, I'm worried about things. Someone, I think someone broke into my house. Things are not where they should be. And he's like, don't worry, I got this. So him and his other buddy, who I don't think he has any lines. Oh, we'll just call him Tony. Tony. All right, Tony and Joseph Gordon-Levitt walk next door, and... JGL's got, like, this hockey stick at the ready, and he's, like, in the house, and he's, like, pushing things around, and he's looking, and he notices her study has been just completely destroyed. Like, all the files have been taken, and then he walks into the kitchen, 
and something happens, and there's a big loud noise, and he just starts smashing everything in the kitchen and just destroys it all. Yep, and he looks around and he's like, damn, I accidentally wrecked all this. And then he just takes a couple of beers. Puts away some pocket beers and walks out of the house and is like, hey, uh, someone really destroyed your study. Also, that same person really destroyed your kitchen. I can't explain it, but, you know, oh well. Yep, and the, ki- the kids go back next door, back to their place, and the nurse goes back into her home, goes in and checks out her study and notices there's a file missing. Uh-oh. And it is the file of Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis's character from the, from the earlier movies in the Halloween franchise. Oh, snap. Who could it be? Who's trying to figure us out? Who's trying to get their files out? And then she's freaked out, and then she runs back over to the, to the neighbor boy's house, and she goes in, and she sees Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and is like, Hey, I need your help. Turns the chair around. Boom. Ice skate to the face. <laughs> Yep, uh, I didn't think that Michael Myers was interested in fun kills. <laughs> he seems more like a stabby, stabby, I've got a single-minded thing going on. But sure, let's just stick an ice skate just directly into Joseph Gordon-Levitt's face. Yeah, it was something, man. I'm glad to see Michael Myers is still getting entertained by his death. So oh, yes. He's keeping it interesting. No, no, it's, it, sounds, it sounds like he's having a great time. And uh, at some point, the other kid gets stabby-stabbed as well. And, she and goes, he falls onto the nurse, and she's like, ah, and she turns. And who is it there but Michael Myers? Oh, wow. Whoa. But then she sees the police are coming. She's like, I can get some help. But the police go to her house that has just been broken into instead of actually going next door where Michael Myers has intricately laid out this plot where he's now got her, and he just destroys her. He stabby-stab-stabs her. He stabby-stabs, and the police investigate the how the other house, and it takes, like, the next day before everybody discovers the other murders that have happened. Yeah, it's sort of funny when the cops are looking around at her house being like, yeah, someone broke in, definitely. And you can see her in the background being like, no, yeah. I'm over here! It's, and- one of the, it's one of those moments that's really funny, but also very dark at the same time. Yeah. You know, similar to Gone Girl and Jaws the Revenge. That's the best comedy we've watched since then. Yep. But yeah, so that happens, and like as the cops are going next door to try and you know ask the neighbor boys what's up, we see Michael Myers driving the car out out of the driveway. Oh, what a sneaky boy! It's just weird for me because I never pictured Michael Myers driving a car. Like, does he keep the mask on? Does he not? I assume he keeps the mask on. Like, he hasn't like changed. But also, if he hasn't changed, I'm sure he would like smell bad, right? Yeah. Does he know how to drive a car? I Uh, guess. Where did he learn? YouTube. I don't, I don't know. I, I I couldn't answer these questions for you. I would love to see Michael Myers being on YouTube, like, how to drive. How to just, drive car. Yeah. What, what do I do? Uh, so then we, next uh, thing we go, we see Jamie Lee Curtis, also known as Lori in this movie, having nightmares about her first experiences with Jason, or frick, Jason, Jason, Michael Myers, and... Just having a hard time with it. She wakes up. It's the 20-year anniversary of the killings. And her son walks in. She's, he's like, Mom, what's up? Are you all right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And he's like, did you have another dream? <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And so then she goes and mm-hmm. cooks him breakfast. And we find out that she is, like, the vice principal or principal to this high yeah, school. Like, yeah, it's like a, like a boarding school, basically. Yeah. Where all the kids kind of live on campus and but she's you know in charge which in you know in 20 years of being in the witness protection program that's actually a pretty high profile job to like land uh also just as to backtrack i looked up the uh, the nurse because i was wondering why she was so because af- the police come over to her house afterwards and like you know investigate to be like man she was really obsessed with michael myers she's from halloween one and halloween two so part of the context we don't know but did we really need to it just seemed like a weird thing that this nurse just, like, really was into Michael Myers and Jamie Lee Curtis and had a files on them. But it makes sense now that I looked it up. So, uh, but yeah, so anyways, back to the story at hand. Uh, so they're getting ready for, like, the first day of school, I'll just say. Uh, kind I, of, but, like, it's also Halloween. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're getting ready for this big trip to Yosemite because uh, they're, they're out in California, uh, far away from where she used to live in Indiana. 
Sure. Yes. I, sure. I, it, it said so on the title card, and I'm sorry for forgetting, but uh, she's from the Midwest, and they're out in California, so Michael Myers is driving cross-country right now uh, while she is uh, running this school, telling the kids, like, hey, don't, don't misbehave on, on this trip to Yosemite. And they're like, oh, sure, whatever. God, Mom. We see it after she makes like breakfast and everything that she's seeing like Michael Myers in the weir- in the mirrors and everything. She's like, oh, he's not there. Yeah. He's not there. And he's not. No. Nope. Classic, classic PTSD stuff. And so she has the whole speech and everything and she bumps into this steamy, hot teacher. Ooh. Ooh. And man, they just start going to town on each other. Yeah, they're, they're like, like talking oh, about how man. like these kids shouldn't be doing, you know drinking and like premarital sex and all that and she gets done with that and after she's done talking to like her secretary she and this teacher like close the door behind them and they're just like going at it like a couple of a couple of young teens Ooh, ooh ooey uh so yeah they do that and then uh her son has this group of friends where it's like his girlfriend uh played by michelle williams uh mm-hmm. 20 years earlier dawson's creek times great and then his nerdy friend and his nerdy friend's girlfriend and they're all hanging out and they're like hey John, who's Jimmy Lee Curtis's son, like, what are you going to do for your big anniversary? And he's like, shucks, I don't know. <laughs> and then he's just like, I need I need to go get her a present because, sure, you... I mean, he's a teenager, he's dumb, he hasn't gotten her a present yet. True. So then he, he and his friend go up to LL Cool J, the security guard. Not just a security guard, a struggling writer's security guard. Oh, yes, he's writing a romance novel, and every time we see him, he's introduced by him reading off passages from his romance novel to his wife on the phone. And she's just giving him shit for it, basically. She's like, honey, it's time to find a new passion, a new dream, you know? We gotta (laughs) start paying the bills. He's like, it's, I just need to keep working on this, and then finally someday I'll get published. Uh, so the boys walk up to him, and they're like, hey, I need to, I want to go get a present. He's like, I can't let you leave. Your mom told me not to. And he's like, but I really want to leave. He's like, no, you can't. He's like, what if I just touch this button, and the gate opens, and you look the other way? And then he's like, oh, okay. Where man. was the convincing? <laughs> yeah. Hello, cool, Jay, man. But you also, also on the phone, his wife just yells out, don't do anything that would risk your job. And he just, like, <laughs> holds it tight to his chest and the, he lets the kids go uh, and they're out out on the town looking for some stuff to, to get for John's anniversary meanwhile Jamie Lee Curtis is out uh, with with Mr. Teacher Man 40 McForty Man 40 McForty Man? I'm just I don't know he looked really old 40's not old. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis was 40 when this movie was made. Well, I mean, he's not, like, you know, <laughs> enrolled in this classes or anything. Well, yes. He's uh, a teacher. But, uh... uh 40 McForty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, I guess that's... I'm gonna call him that now. So That's his title. <laughs> so, 40 McForty and Jamie Lee Curtis are out, and she's just kind of drifting off, because, like, it's the, close to the anniversary of when her brother murdered a bunch of people. As we all, uh, as, as we all feel sometimes, and she's just having a glass of wine. They're they're t- cut. They kind of have a conversation about what it means to have trauma, a little bit, mm-hmm. and then they ignore that. And then a second later, uh, we cut outside to. Well, I, I want to talk about this. Where so the forty McFortyton is like, all right, you know, like I'm glad you know we seem to be stable for today. Um, I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick, okay. and then Jamie Lucas like. Gets the freaking waiter over, and she's like, I need another glass of wine. He's like, oh, but yours is... And she just starts chugging it, like, frat star, or strat star of the year right there. <laughs> I'm like, you do that. And so she kills it, mm-hmm. and then the other guy comes back with a new glass, and then 40 McForty did comes, and it's like, oh, okay. Um, he's none the wiser. Mm-hmm. And she's just trying to get her turn on. Get her turn on. But yeah, so, uh, so the kids are walking around town, uh, trying to look for a present, and just as they're walking, walking somewhere, Jamie Lee Curtis pops out, and she's like, "Hey, what are you doing out of school? You're not supposed to be here. L Cool J is supposed to be keeping you, keeping you in the gate." And he's, <laughs> it escalates very quickly to the kid being like, "Mom, you never tell me the secrets you have when you when you're thinking about the dreams when you're at night." And it, he somehow turned it on her that it's her fault that he left. It's a shitty son. Basically, she's like, get in the car right now. He gets in the car, and then And she's... I'm just like, yo, Jamie Lee Curtis, 
you just pounded back some wine. Should you be driving <laughs> you be, right you now? You should be driving right now. You should be the responsible one here. But she basically like sees Michael Myers in the reflection of a, sh- a shop window, and wouldn't you know it, Forty McFortyson walks behind her and is like, hey, what's going on? It's like, come on, man. Also, I feel like it should be fair to mention at this point that him showing up is like this huge jump scare where it's like this loud noise. It's like, bum, bum. And we've had no less than 50 of these awful jump scares that are not scary. It's just a, f- a fake out. And it happened about 20 times in that very first sequence with the nurse and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, where it's just something else pops out or the camera turns and nothing's there, but it's still this loud noise. And the TV we were watching it on has like this weird setting where like all the sound effects are amplified, but all the dialogue is turned down. So in order to hear what they're saying, you have to turn up the volume but all the sound effects are too loud, so then you have to turn it back down, but you can't hear anybody after that. Yeah, it, uh, so, I, we should have put a closed captions on it. That's but, all right. Oh well. It's a thing for next time, but yeah, so basically, like, this is this was my last straw, is when, <laughs> it's when Jamie Lee Curtis's boyfriend just walks up and just is Michael Myers, quote-unquote, and scares her. Well, he is Michael Myers in the reflection for, like, two or three different times. Yeah, it happens like, a few times. I thought they were trying to set up, us up for him being a killer or something, too. Like, oh, look at that. Like, I'm also a killer because you see me as no. a killer. But Spoilers no. for the movie. No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> Rip. Rip indeed, but we'll get to that <laughs> later. Yeah, so that happens. They get, in, they get in the car and drive back to the, to the school. Jamie Lee Curtis just gives LL Cool J an eyeful. Yeah, and he's like, fuck. <laughs> What's he like? Fuck. Just double checking. <laughs> yeah. uh, they get back. She drops off uh, her kid. And then I think we go to Michael Myers out in, yeah. out on his drive. Um, we This happened a little earlier, but yeah, this random ass scene where this woman and her daughter go to the bathroom indoor in a, like a public restroom, and they go into the men's one because the women's one is locked. The mom's just in a separate stall handing her daughter tissues for the bathroom. Yeah. And then Michael Myers comes in, unintentionally just, scares them, and then he steals the woman's car and drives off. Which, like, makes sense that he would switch out cars, but it would be one of those things where you do it multiple times throughout your trip. He only exchanges cars once, because if he has that one car, then, you know, he's going to get tracked by the police, and they'll be like, hey, we found the missing vehicle. But then you have a, if you have a string of missing vehicles, then it's, like, harder to track, because then you're, like, trying to figure out each one. He just took this one woman's car, and then he's got it for the rest of the movie. And it's so funny. We get the POV of that car for a few times. So, like, when Jamie Lee Curtis is taking her son and her friend back up to the place, mm-hmm. we have, like, the POV of Jason, or yeah. Jason Michael Myers' car. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's not an intimidating-looking car. It's, like, an old 60-, 70-year-old car. Yeah, but it actually is a pretty decent scare, honestly, like, when the car shows up. Because they do a good trick with the camera where, like, someone's driving past or someone's walking past and it just is there, and then the music happens. It's like, oh, no, it, I, I wasn't noticing that, and now I notice it. <laughs> but the worst the worst part of the scene with the daughter in the bathroom is that she, uh, she hands her the tissue, and then Michael Myers steals the purse and then looks and sees him leave, and then she hears her daughter scream from the stall next door. She goes in, and then the daughter's like, ah, spiders are in my hair, and then she looks at her and smiles. <laughs> sure. Uh, it's, okay. Yeah, Why are, this is the 20 year anniversary of Halloween. You're making it a big deal and you're wasting your time on this. We didn't even see any spiders. I think she's just making it up. Exactly. But I, in my notes I have, ah, spiders, so scared. Ah. But yeah, so basically after, uh, after they drive off, Michael Myers follows them in, her, in his car and they pull up with Ella Cool Jane. He's like, hey, let us back in. And he's like, fine, but the car, uh, Michael Myers' car is just sitting behind them watching this interaction. Mm-hmm. Which is, again, for decently scary yeah i completely agree but then it's once the gate opens michael myers drives past well that's at night no he like he drives away like he's not oh, there sorry. first yes, yes and yes, so he away. sees he sees where they live drives away don't know what's where he's going from there but basically you go back to school so they pull back into the school and jamie lee curtis is still very peeved at mm-hmm. lo cool j and he's just like fuck <laughs> and so then we go in and John's girlfriend goes and is, like, making dinner or something like that, and she notices, like, a little, like, rhythm or, like, a loud noise in the pantry. Oh, yeah, or, no, like, no, it's the, because uh, she, she works in the school uh, kitchen mm-hmm. as, like, part of her work study or something, 
and she's like washing dishes and then the like freight elevator you know those things that like you serve dishes on when there's like multiple floors of the kitchen uh she hears a little something there and then she uh, opens the thing and it's a little love note and a map to figure out where she needs to go for her and John's anniversary. Special anniversary. And so she goes and finds it, and then John, it's like a very nice little Halloween-themed dinner, and John's just like, huh, do I get bonus points for that? And then the girl, Molly, is like, maybe. Maybe. But also, have you ever done, like, romantic things for Halloween? No. I feel like that's the weirdest holiday to do it for. Because I think it's cute, maybe, like, wants to do but it sounds like it's anniversary like it's a multiple anniversary that they're celebrating so if they started dating on Halloween don't you think you should maybe not write happy Halloween and instead write happy anniversary this guy it's Halloween themed like their little anniversary setup he must have like Halloween must be so stressful for him because it's not just his anniversary it's also like the night where his mom's crazy brother did all this shit yep so much to handle no wonder he didn't give her a gift before Exactly. He was too busy thinking about, man, my mom's going to go crazy over this murder stuff again. I can't handle all this murder stuff. Why didn't I pick my anniversary to be on Groundhog's Day? That is so more romantic. Oh, damn it. But that's what happens. Uh, They they have such a romantic time that when they're in English class later that Jamie Lee Curtis is also teaching, uh, Molly's looking out the window, and uh, she notices something strange out the window. As they're talking about Frankenstein and how it was... Victor Frankenstein's problem for creating this monster, Molly looks over and sees the one and only Michael Myers, and he's just like, sup? Yeah, he's just out the window and, like, behind the bars of another door, like, just looking in, and she's fairly chill about it. She's like, Like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's, like, weird that there's this person with this weird face staring at me, and then once she's called out by Jamie Lee Curtis, be like, hey, are you paying attention? And then she's like, yeah, no, it's Frankenstein. It's like, uh, well, do you think Frankenstein is, uh, a, you know, like a tragic, a tragic hero or is he the villain? And she's like, well, I don't think he's either because he's the one who created the monster. Wasn't he supposed to face his monster? Ooh. So if you've ever seen an English class in a movie, you know that whatever they say is definitely not coming back later. Yeah, definitely not, man. It's like Goosebumps when we saw, you know, the amusement park. We're like, that's the only time the it's ever going to be brought up. The only time we'll never be back at that amusement park ever again. Yes. Uh, so then another jump scare happens with an older woman, and I don't remember it really going anywhere. No. And it, we'll just cut to at night now. The John and Molly and their two friends are, like, getting ready for their anniversary dinner. The kids now have all left for Yosemite, so the whole school is empty. Yeah. But also, right before they left for Yosemite, John, like, gave his mom a present that was like, hey, don't worry about it, we're cool now, right? Like, I remember that very specifically, because it was, like, shortly after their fight, where it's like, you don't understand what it's like to be me and why you're doing all this stuff, and he's just like, hey, it's okay, we're gonna have a great trip, right? It's like, oh, okay. Something like that. Something where their relationship is better now. Yeah. This movie is not very memorable. It says something about the movie for sure. Yeah, everyone's left for the Yosemite trip already. Yeah, and so now we cut to LL Cool J. And he's like, you know, reading off some of his poetry and love letters or whatever, love story. And he notices a car's out there. And he's like, what up? And no response. He's like, yo, no response. And he opens the gate. And this whole time, I'm like, don't kill LL Cool J. Don't kill LL Cool J. And we have some, like, little shocks and scares, but LL Cool J makes it alive in this part. That's right. But he stupidly opened the gate, and Michael Myers walks in. You have one job, LL Cool J. All you have to do is just make... Don't open the gate. (laughs) Like, why... If there's a car just idling out there, don't open the gate. Don't investigate the car. Just don't open the gate. Leave it there. Leave, Uh. Leave it as it is, but yeah. So, anyways, now the kids are all get, getting anniversary, right? Yeah, they, no, this is where uh, this is where the same things are happening, where the kids are getting their uh, anniversary on, getting a little little teenage snacks, getting some dino nuggets out there. I assume mm, they're dino nuggets. Oh, God, I hope so. You uh, got a treat. It's yeah. an anniversary. You got to bring out the big stuff. Get yeah, that in the bagel bites out. <laughs> they're using the, uh, the, the school kitchen to make some food, setting things up, getting the mood ready, and then at the same time... Jamie Lee Curtis is having a little, uh, 
little lovey tie with uh, 40 McFortyson. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have some good 40 McFortyson forever love. For, for, forever love. But, yeah, they're doing that. And, like, you know, a couple conversations here and there about, like, how you feel about things. And that's when Jamie Lee Curtis is trying to, like, explain to her 40 McFortyson so weird uh what uh, like kind of what her deal is and she does and he takes it very well yep he's just like he's cool. like wait you're the sister of uh of michael myers it's like yeah it's like okay yeah that's i mean again you, how like there's not really too many ways to take it either he's a dick and he's like oh no that's so much or he's just a you know a nice guy and he's like that doesn't really matter but he definitely feel it feels a little too casual, and so but yeah, the kids are getting ready for their for their time together. And well, they put work into this dinner, dude. Yeah. It's like a seven course meal. No, it's a lot no, of food. Like, it's a lot of dino nuggets. But they, it's it looks like they've been cooking for hours. Yeah. And basically, uh, you know, the John and Molly are you know, doing some kissing downstairs, and the uh, the other two have uh, or upstairs, and the other two have gone down to the kitchen to go get uh, like napkins or like plates or something and so the guy that's with them is like here's the commotion and it's like oh my girlfriend you over there nope it well, he uh well because he doesn't actually go do anything with her because they split up because he take he rides the elevator up to another floor to get some stuff because he's silly and quirky <laughs> uh and while he's upstairs alone he's like oh did you get up here already wow i'm so excited to to see you and nope, it's Michael Myers. And hey. then he just does, you know, he treats him like a pumpkin and just stabs, 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 stabs. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a pretty, uh, honestly kind of anticlimactic uh, stabby stab. Yeah, it's just it, like, that happened, deal with it. Yep, and he uh, puts him back in that freight elevator and <laughs> sends, sends him back down. And his girlfriend's just like, hey, come on, don't. Don't be messing with me right now. Stop being such a tease. And then she, uh, oh no, she specifically says, come on, uh, we can play our sex games after we've eaten some food. I can't do it when I'm hungry. Because that's a line that someone actually says in real life. Someone got paid for that. Yep. It's pretty wizard. (sighs) (laughs) I haven't brought that up in a while. Yep. Uh, So so she hears a noise on the elevator and she's like, come on, stop doing that. And she opens it and he's been stabby-stabby to death. Yeah, like pretty bad and yeah. so now she's running away from michael myers she well, michael myers corners her and she decides from there that, and he's like walking towards her very slowly but scarily and she gets into the freight elevator with her dead boyfriend yeah god it's and, so fucked uh, but she also gets stabbed in the leg yeah and it's uh, like a pretty up. like ooh, wow yeah, it's, okay. it's a bad cut and then she just uh goes up and starts like crawling out but mm-hmm. as she's crawling out the freight little box goes back down onto her leg. Yeah, because Michael Myers, like, cuts the rope and, like, just annihilates her leg. It looks pretty gnarly, dude. Like, you know, props whoever made that makeup. Like, it's disgusting. And she just continues to walk, like, huddle over. Michael Myers comes up. He, well, so it's on her, and then it cuts away to, like, you know, the other two, you know, making out and stuff, and, like, you get to see a little bit more Jamie Lee Curtis. And then we go back to that exact same moment with, uh, with the other girl, and she's, like, crawling and trying to, you know, like, fight him and beat her way out. And you think that because they cut away, it was going to be something cool happening. Nope. He just super stabs her. Ooh. Like, super duper stabs her. And after she's dead, they, uh, uh, John and Molly are like, hey, they've been gone for a while. Maybe we should go find, find where they went. And they leave. And they go. And they see this giant pool of blood yeah and they do not react to it at all they look at it kind of curiously like is this a is this a trail and they follow this huge trail of blood and their faces do not react do not scream do not have anything to them except huh like confusion there's an entire body's worth of blood and they just don't care they're like oh man here's the ketchup for the dino nuggets oh they're being such an asshole about it no but the thing is like then we do see the cool thing after that which is michael myers has taken uh their the female friend's body and when they turn on the light in the storage room he's like 
like gutted her and just put the light through her body and yeah. she's just hanging up there. It's pretty cool. It's 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 a cool, it's a, cool, it's a cool kill. It's a good effect and they turn it on and it basically just starts sparking like and the body's just like completely mutilated and they scream which now they scream. <laughs> also you could see the body without the light on. So they should have screamed before then. But basically they figured out at that point uh what's going down cuz I think John turns around and sees uh Michael Myers is like, "Oh shit." That's uh, that's my that's my brother. That's my uh, that's my uncle, <laughs> Uncle Mike, Big Mike. Uh, yeah. So the two of them, John and Molly, are running around the whole park or the whole school, and they end up bumping into Jamie Lee Curtis and Forty McFortington. Yeah, which and Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers have to stare down, and they're like, "Oh snap, it's going down." They're yelling timber. Ooh. <laughs> uh. Basically, the four of them have now uh, gathered together and, like, are trying to figure out a plan. They're in, I think, the main, like, school area, so it's, like, the gym and the cafeteria, and they've, like, split up. So, the, so Jamie well, Lee Curtis yeah. puts the kids in, like, this uh, storage, like, area, and she decides that they're, that she and uh, Forty McFortyson are going to try and look for uh, Michael Myers. And so as they're doing this... They've set up Jamie Lee Curtis having a gun, I think. Yeah, right? she she uh, when when she was having the discussion with uh, with uh, Forty McFortyson, uh, she had like this. I forget what the thing was, but she basically figured out that Michael Myers was coming after her, and so she grabbed her gun because LL Cool J came to see them, and said that there was. Uh, I forgot about that part when she and when the two adult lovers are talking, uh, LL Cool J comes by. And, like, is like, hey, someone, you know, came, uh, left a car idling, and I they, I think they accidentally came in to uh, to the, the place, I think. So, basically, she figures it out, she grabs her gun, and she just bolts out of there. And that's how she has the gun. So, basically, Jamie Lee Curtis and Forty McFortyson are walking down the hall, she's holding the gun. And, and Forty McFortyson has the gun. You see this big, tall figure come, and he just is like... unloads the whole gun. Yeah, and we see the body fall down, and they go up closer and closer to it, and it's LL, LL cool, cool J. J. And I'm like, no! <laughs> and he, kill, he, he shot LL Cool J for no... Like, there's this giant pool of blood, like, underneath his head. It's just, like, sad. And then they realize, too late, that Michael Myers is right behind them, and he just, like... Sticks it to Forty McFortyson like, yeah. like, and when I when we said rip, and I was like, hey, we'll get to that. He like <laughs> sticks the knife in his body, and it like goes up it. Like, uh, oh, oh it's just, I mean, we don't see it, but like, you can just you can you get like the the camera tricks of like where the knife is going, and like his body's like shaking, and he falls to the ground, and uh, he dead, and he dead, and basically Jamie Lee Curtis runs and tries to find a place to hide. And just like in the first Halloween movie, because we were treated to a flashback, she hides in a closet. Basically, Michael Myers just starts lumbering around and sees this, like, handprint of blood because she, you know, touched uh, LL Cool J's blood pool and sees the pool of blood on the... or blood on the door handle, blood on the door, and he just takes it and starts, like, destroying the door. But guess what? She's not in the closet. Oh snap. oh, snap. And she just knocks Michael Myers over the head with the fire extinguisher, and she tells the kids, come on, let's get out of here. And, and she grabs them and runs, and the three of them run out to the car, uh, That and she's they're like driving away, and they're, they're going to get away with it. They're going to leave, and everything's going to be okay. She's, all she has to do is just go and call the police, and she stops at the front gate. And she's like, No. I need to finish this. And then everyone is like, the fuck? No, no we need to go. we need to leave. And then the Jamie police will literally take care of this. He's one guy. We have him trapped here. And Jamie Lee Curtis is like, no, remember when you told me Frankenstein needed to fight his monster? So dumb. Uh, I get, I, the things I get heroics in certain other points, but this is just dumb. So Jamie Lee Curtis gets out of the car, puts Molly in the front seat because uh, John's hurt. And so she tells them to drive off, and they're stupid teenagers, so they actually listen for once. (laughs) Which they shouldn't have just let her go. But anyways, Jamie Lee Curtis goes to the security area, grabs, like, the fire axe, and is like, Michael, where are you? Where are you? 
and the two of them have this big like cat and mouse chase in the, in the cafeteria or the auditorium or one of those places where there's a bunch of tables. And let's just get it. I he, mean, yeah, we can just get to yeah, it. Cause, like, event- she, she eventually like kills him, and Jason... Jason. Michael Myers is spread out with his arms wide in a arms Jesus wide open. <laughs> He's like in a Jesus pose. Yeah, and which it, it does come after a really cool like chase sequence, but like it, that takes up too much time. But yeah, she's killed him. He's on the table. Cops come, put oh, him in a But also, sorry, to, sorry to interrupt, but she almost like just fully like super stabs him like a bunch of times and LL Cool J comes and stops her from stabbing him because uh, he's alive. Yeah, because he's like don't turn into the monster. You don't have to do this. <laughs> and we're like, how did you survive, Hello, Cool J? And he's like, oh, it's merely just a flesh wound. Yeah, but then you see, like, the side of his head where it looks like there's this tiny, like, bullet graze. But he was on the ground unconscious with a pool of blood underneath yeah. him. He's not alive, but also, separate thing, Hello, Cool J, just let her stab him up repeatedly. She's already knocked him down. Like, he's fallen like three stories just let her just let her have it but for some reason he decides don't stab him don't become the monster and then and basically then... she's like uh, like unsatisfied that she didn't get to stab him a bunch and the next day they're loading up his body into a coroner's truck and then Jamie Lee Curtis steals the coroner truck yep she goes psycho man yeah she grabs a cop's gun and the axe that she was carrying earlier and, like, steals the van. We don't really know why, but at some point we figure it out. She just has this intuition, you know? And so as she's driving down, the body bag starts to move, and it's like, da-da-da-da, and Michael rips open the bag, Jamie Clarice is like, oh, shit! And she just (laughs) swerves off and crashes the car. Well, not just that. There's, like, there's these three fake-out deaths with Michael Myers, (sighs) where the first one where she knocks him down and he gets the Jesus pose. We think he's dead. He's in the body bag. He rips it open, and then she slams on the brakes and he slides out the window, like the windshield of the car. I think he's dead, he's not dead. And then she rams the car into him and drives off a hill at, and he just keeps rolling and then gets pinned by the car as, it, as it's down there and he's still not dead yet. And Jamie Lee Curtis gets up, goes around to the front where he's pinned by this van. And then she... Jamie Lee Curtis sees, like, the innocence in Michael. He just reaches out one hand. Sister. You know, not really, but you can see in his eyes. And she, like, goes out to his hand, too, and they're, like, have this tender moment. And then Jamie Lee Curtis is like, wait a second, no, this is dumb. And just axes him. Axes his entire head off. Yep. Like, he is fully dead, which... It's like Count Dooku all over again. But also, like, What? What? (laughs) This guy killed Forty McFortyton. He killed so many people, and I get, I get the idea of having a tender moment with your brother. And I don't know the context of the other movies, but I doubt there is a good relationship between the two of them. <laughs> I so wholeheartedly doubt it yeah. that they would that there would be anything where there was just like I still love you, and like there was no flashback like in between where it's like, hey, remember when we had this moment together? Nothing. Nope. Eesh. Eh. And, yeah, that's where it ends. Yep. Uh, so that's Halloween H2O. What do you think about it? Uh, it needed more water. Where was the water? <laughs> where there was, was the one water? scene with rain, and that was it. I felt no, so dry this whole so time. I was so dehydrated. I, honestly, the fact, you guys heard it, that we were having such a struggle remembering the movie, that, like, it's not honestly that bad. It's just so forgettable, and it's, like, supposed to be this big culmination of, like, 20 years of Halloween and, like, what it's building to and, like, the finale because, as we said, she kills Michael Myers. Like, that's the end. Not the end. His head is so aggressively chopped off. Because they have a a sequel called Halloween Resurrection, but, like, this is basically the, the, the real final straw. Like, this is where it's been building towards that Jamie Lee Curtis has her final moment with him. She kills him, you know, I, and I feel like they are sort of setting up she is the next killer and stuff, but, you know. Kind of, but, like, it's... That would have been a cool twist in Resurrection if it turns out to be Jamie Lee Curtis going around killing people. Uh, it's not spoiler for Resurrection, because I read up on it. They kill off Jamie Lee Curtis in the first 15 minutes. Oh, my God. Rip. Literally. But <laughs> At least she's with 40 McFortyton now. Exactly, but also spoilers for, I guess, the new Halloween 
they're just retconning and saying that none of the Halloween sequels count anymore. It's in an alternate universe, you know? It's like how they X-Men it all. Yeah, so it's basically just Halloween, the first one, and then 40 years later, this new one. Uh, But yeah, so basically that's... Yeah, my thought is that it's not a bad film. Like, they have some decent scares. They have some shitty Uh, scares. I mean, the special effects, you know leg getting cut off her the one girl having the light through her is cool Mm -hmm. they have like glimpses of good horror but just not enough of it yeah i mean this i remember when we were watching this we paused it and we're like how much is left and it was 20 minutes and that was basically the climax and in between the opening scene and the climax nothing really happens it's an hour it's an hour of build-up which is fine to have an hour of build-up but typically when you have these kinds of things, you have a little bit of build-up, and then scary stuff happens, and then stuff that adds to the story happens, but it really is an hour of just waiting for Michael Myers to show up, and Jamie Lee Curtis saying, I'm, sca- I'm sad and scared, and her son being like, I don't understand why you're sad and scared. That's honestly it. It's like, an hour of the movie. It, like, it's, and it's an hour and a half. If you're going to do this culmination of things, like I know movies don't always have to be two and a half hours long, it's not too long for things, but, like, longer than, like, 88 minutes would be better. Yeah, I mean, just use your 88 minutes in a better way. Because th- there's so much wasted time in this, too. Yeah, I mean, we don't remember the other couple's name that get killed off immediately. Honestly, I think this is the shortest movie we, like, reviewed, and it was the hardest to remember. Like, there's so many less details to think about. I think We're Back, A Dinosaur Story. Oh, that was less than 80 minutes, yep. But that one also we had not as much trouble remembering it all, but, like, certain plots we had to come back to. Yeah, there was... This one just, like, left no impression. And honestly, that's the worst thing a film can do. No, because at least something like... Something like The Room or, uh... I'm trying to think of other bad movies. Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen. Uh, At, At least they're bad and memorable. Like, you will think about them and be like... Even if you talk about how much you hate it, there's something to it that's like, at least it's endearing that there was something to it. This, like, is so bland, and, like, there's nothing there, and I don't, I, I, the way to, the way to fix it, like, when we get to it, is just make it more interesting. Yeah, I mean, should we just jump into surgery right now and figure that out, or? I guess, yeah, I mean, what are, because, yeah, do you have any other thoughts beyond forgettable? Because, like. I really do have compliments towards it for, like, what they were trying to do with it. I don't really have many compliments for it, because I feel like they just didn't really utilize a ton of stuff. Like, Michael Myers kills three people in this? Four? Uh, he kills... Well, he kills the three oh, at the beginning. Okay, yeah, three in the beginning. But then he kills... Forty McFortyton and the two other kids. And the two kids, that's six. Six people. Which... And but if he only if he kills half of them in the very first scene, yeah, I don't. And can, then the rest at the very end. I'm just gonna count discount the opening scene. Yeah. So he kills four people. Is that what we? Uh, just three. Said? Three. He kills three people. That's less than in Jaws: The Revenge, when we're saying, oh, it, the shark only kills four people, and at least the shark kills four people in different times of the movie. Yeah, throughout. This one, it's you got a cool opening wait an hour and then you have to wait for the next cool death yeah because we only see him do other stuff once he's where just he a steals stalker. that other car yeah he needs to kill people like we're here to see him do that you know no, and he needs to be a bigger and present danger or we need to see him and his hyper focus on like trying to find his sister because that's the whole point is that it's building towards that and we we understand through context clues that he's looking for his sister i guess let's Let's just say we're going to dive into surgery now. Okay. Because we're, we're going to talk about this. Burp, burp. Burp, 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 burp. <laughs> but yeah, so the... I mean, it'd make it better if you show Michael Myers' journey to getting towards her. If you... You don't have to make him the main character, but show his physical body doing the actions of certain things. Like, they're kind of doing the whole aspect of the shark. You know, not seeing the shark makes it scarier. But that only works if it's kind of a monster, yeah. Rather than a person, because he's he's got a goal. He is very specifically looking towards getting revenge, revenge, quote unquote, on his <laughs> sister. Like he's just got this thing against her. If we see him like break in and steal the uh, the file on her, or if we see him multiple times throughout trying to find her, like you know, either asking people, "Hey, could you show me this?" or you know, 
figuring figuring his way out because I know I'm fairly certain the character Michael Miles is mostly mostly silent. Yeah, doesn't do a lot. He's very after he you know killed uh, that other girl from like when he was you know six or seven, he became a very nonverbal uh, and you know childlike person, and has never aged beyond that. He's been just a childlike murderer. Yeah. No, that that is what uh, from what I understand that is what he's like. Because it would almost be good to have the two like the two sides converge, rather than just seeing vague glimpses of him. Yeah. Uh, this is dicey. Uh, you know, no one's really interesting in this. You know, no. I can't remember any of the other characters' names. Like I know Lori, but yeah. that's oh, yeah, her, it. Yeah, because we've been calling her Jamie the Curse. Her her character name is Lori Strode, and she's yeah. A, it's a very famous character if you're a fan of horror movies. And I, I do think that she does a great job, despite not being given anything to work with. It's just all bland. She's had 20 years to play this character, so she knows she knows Laurie Strode inside and out. Yeah. And so she does it, She does the best of what, with what she can. But, I mean, I guess, like, a lot of it is, like, give these people personalities, which is hard to do. That's like, it's like, hey, be more funny. It's like, well... Yeah. That's an easy thing to do, but harder in execution. Uh, yeah, try, try. It would be. It is really just give these characters more dynamics, because it's a lot of filler things to do. Yeah, we gotta get Michael there faster and killing people faster. Like, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, the whole scene of them going to town, you could just cut that out. Yeah, because that doesn't that accomplish add? anything. You just you get from uh, John that it's his. Uh, girlfriend, his anniversary, and you get that just more of Lori being nervous about things and like thinking Michael Myers is all around her. I mean, it shows us that there's a town, and it gives us the cool reveal that Michael Myers is actually in the town just waiting for her. Yeah, you could do that anywhere. Yeah, it, it's it's weird because the only other thing we get with that is that we're the conversation between Jamie Lee Curtis and Forty McFortyton and she pounds down some wine which yeah. you know I respect I respect respect and it, was, it yeah but what's the point and if we can just cut to the people getting killed faster cause it, I mean it's an interesting environment they're in they're at a school I don't think we've seen that before we could yeah, and it's and it's cool cause it is like an enclosed environment like it's it's spread out cause it's this big campus but it's also enclosed because there's a gate, and all these kids are away on a vacation except for these two teachers and these four children. And El Cool J. And El Cool J. Because I think that's a, good, that's a good dynamic, but you need to isolate them sooner as well. Like, I think you could do that entire first hour in the first 30 minutes and yeah. then expand the chase. Uh, like, just, you know, that almost make that hour, like, the last part in real time and just make it the most tense hour of your life. Yeah. Or, I could also see you doing it the opposite way if you really want to do the character drama. So, like, you know, the, the how I said show uh, Michael Myers more, you could do the opposite and show him less and wait till the very end so that Laurie, you know, hears from the police, like, we've heard Michael has escaped from, you know, the asylum. And it's like, you know, then there are other reports where it's like these people were killed in this house and she sees, like, you know, an insert, like, a, a, a report shot that this file has, like, with her name on it, had, now has no information in it because he stole it. And just briefly getting information on things and seeing, you know, seeing his reflection and getting to that point. I think they're, they're stuck in the middle here where they show him a little bit, but not a lot. Yeah, so but everyone's him. here to see him. Exactly. So then so then if you're not going to do the, the method where you do, like, the shark where you don't show him at all, Show him, do the first thing that said, show him more, show his journey out west, and just see the kind of carnage, because sh- there should be some sort of carnage and destruction throughout. Yeah, he should be, like, killing people. Like a path of bodies. Yeah, just a pa- He has, the whole car is just filled with bodies, except <laughs> for the driver's seat. Yeah. And, the, you, the, you know, that would have been cool for L.A. Cool J to, like, walk around, opens the door, and just bodies, bodies. fall out. He would well, be like... And even better, if, uh... If he has the first body, he puts in the front seat so he can take the carpool lane, and there's just sunglasses on it, and like the cop looks over and it's just you know sees him, it's just like oh I'm sorry for pulling you over, uh, sir, just make sure your friend is okay in this. If you're gonna do a little comedy with it. Oh my god, yeah, and Michael or yeah, Michael Myers just like nodding his head like yeah mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I looked up how to socialize with humans. <laughs> but yeah, use yeah use the first thirty minutes to show more Michael. Give 
give the nerd and his girlfriend, which I can't remember their names, not because I don't want to, because there's no reason to know their names. Yeah. Give them at least a scene of personality. Not a scene of, like, silly teenage sex games. Like, hey, I, you know, I'm 17 and I still like playing with G.I. Joes. I guess I'm a little immature. <laughs> and, like, she's, like, you know, hey, I'm trying to study to be a piano prodigy. I've got really good skills. Something. Yeah. Give me something. What do you think of 40 McFortyton being a killer also? I think that'd be super cool. Yeah. Uh, that he was, uh, see, it'd be, it's hard to figure out what else he does, because, like, is he in on Michael Myers's plan, or is he a separate murderer who is now enacting his plan because Michael Myers has in, has initiated this sense of chaos into the into the school. Okay, let's talk about that one right now. If he is like another killer and Michael Myers is there too, like maybe he worships Michael Myers and that's why he's trying to be with Jamie Lee Curtis to understand everything and being like, "Oh, so like tell me more about Michael." Oh, yeah, like, and then Michael like shows up and he's like, "Oh, please let me let me learn from how you kill." And then there could almost be a surprise where the, Michael Myers just fucking stabs him. Yeah, he's like, "You're too old, man." <laughs> I don't know why he'd worship him though because Michael Myers isn't like famous for having an ideology or famous for doing something specific he's he's really just a, a I mean, he walks a around with a mask and a jumpsuit like that's he's got a style I guess. He, has a, he has a style but typically if you have like you know a serial killer like worshiper they they have some kind of philosophy or they have some kind of thing to them yeah so i could see i could see that being a thing where it, where he's where he's almost like he could be even like the the forensics teacher, and like he <laughs> okay, he has yeah, this like, like that. He has a, an overall obsession with serial killers, and when he sees Michael Myers, he's like, "Oh my gosh, this is the perfect perfect moment for for a test subject." Please, sir, let let me let me watch you and see your every move. I, I won't turn you in. I just I want to know how your mind works. Like he could almost not be a bad guy, but just be like way too obsessed with. And he could still be a killer because he's so obsessed with them. That he's like. I need to learn. I'm going to figure out how to kill people through these methods. Okay. And then, yeah, we could have more of a, like, so many, like, there are multiple people dying. Like, how is he getting everywhere? And it just turns out that 40 McFortyton's also just killing people yeah. and, like, being really, like, gruesome. If we want to play up the comedies <laughs> aspect, we could see, like, maybe he's the one that gets the light bulb through the one girl. And he's mm-hmm. like, look at this. And then Michael Myers is like, I did this fuck, for you. Man? This is fucked up. <laughs> I was like, I just stab people. I don't use make art projects out of them. <laughs> You're like, Jesus, man, you need help. I would be a little worried, though, about a separate murderer taking the spotlight from Michael Myers. Because okay. it is. We do go to Halloween to see him. Yeah. I, I would want to see at least them interact for a scene or two. Of like being like I I I understand what you're doing and I want to I want to do that same thing, something something like that. Do you? Okay, I like that idea a lot. What if we are all thinking that it's Michael Myers and then we find out it is just Forty McFortyton? So yeah, all the all the string of murders have just been him, but then Michael Myers is still there to kill Jamie Lee Curtis, but he's actually not been responsible for any of those. What if it's just, no, like, Michael Myers is not, or, well, I guess that changes the opening a bit. Say, we all think it is Michael Myers, but it turns out it's just Forty McFortyton, and then, like, after she kills Forty McFortyton, we, like, she gets up, and then she's, like, with her thumb trying to hitchhike for somewhere, and it's the car that Michael Myers stole. <laughs> what about that? Maybe. I think if we're going to do the, uh, the, the switcheroo, that she thinks it's Michael Myers and it ends up being 40 by 40 turn, then we have to go back to the way that I said it, that she only hears about Michael escaping. We never see yeah. him doing any of that stuff. It just starts with her and she has these flashback PTSD things and she, you know, gets a call from the nurse, possibly, if we want to keep her in the story and be like, just so you know, my house was robbed last night and the only thing taken was, was your file. And then we hear about these other things and, like, with enough time that makes sense that Michael would have gotten there that she thinks she sees him, and she still has the hallucinations, but she sees him, like, in the distance, like, in the woods, like, he's around, and then we hear about these murders of the children happening, and that's why they're super excited that, you know, the Yosemite trip is happening so that they can clear the kids out for a little bit, do some kind of investigation, they find nothing, and then they're just like, all right, well, that's just what it is. And then we have Forty McFortyton being the killer that we discover later. Okay. Because I, I do think it's a, not a bad idea, but I do think... 
it needs it needs if it's gonna be a red herring, it, there can't be too much Michael Myers killing people on the road and then suddenly also killing people at the school. Mm, okay, yeah, that's true. We've got options. I think, yeah, the, we're, we're presenting our options. We're not fully rewriting. We're not fully script doctoring right now. No. We're just presenting our ideas to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we've got all these options, guys. Yeah, we've got stuff to work with. But those are just real broad strokes. I don't have anything else, really, besides... I mean, like, why do we care about the relationships with John and Molly? We don't. Yeah. That's what I was saying, is that you need to give me the personality of these characters. Don't just tell me... These are two people, and they love each other. That's great. What is what is What are their hopes and dreams? And you can summarize them in a sentence, even in a lazy way. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, what are you wishing for on this anniversary? Oh, for me to finally, to well, before I'm 25 and we've moved into a house together, I published my first novel. <laughs> something, even if it's cheesy, just give me something. Yeah. Like, we should, I, I want John to care about his mom a bit more, too. Because, mm-hmm. like, you could tell in the beginning that, like, yeah, he cares and everything, but he snaps so quickly. Like, I, I do want him to prep it up a bit more, just being like, he's being going the extra mile and everything. Yeah. And maybe that's why he forgets that the anniversary with him and his girlfriend's coming up is because he's so focused on the mom. Yeah, that's, no, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good idea, especially at, when she has her, like, PTSD dream. Yeah. Like, he could almost, like, you know, be in the bed with her to be, like, not, like, you know, the weird way, but just like, hey, it, I have to I have to always be with my mom, you know. You know, bed and breakfast, like, yeah. oh, I'm making you breakfast for in bed. When's the last time you've done that? And Jamie Lee Curtis will be like, if you want breakfast in bed, sleep in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. And that would make it nicer to show they have a good relationship. Yeah. That when, if they do have a fight later on, like what they have in town, and where he's like, I'm so tired of taking care of you, like, that would have a lot more impact. Yeah. Because we see how much they care about each other rather than one breakfast conversation that's vaguely about him. Yeah, and then we could also see that because he's caring so much, it's ruining his other relationship that Mm -hmm. he cares about a lot. And if Jamie Lee Curtis just isn't as grateful because she's like, you ran out of town for your anniversary, and he's like, dude, I'm trying to to appease everyone here and you're making it so difficult. Yeah, that that would make it better. And, and then, honestly, if he makes that case to LL Cool J, LL Cool J, you know, this love writer, it would be like, oh, man, you you have love in so many spaces, I gotta let you free. Yeah. Or something like that. Something like that. I also really want to see LL Cool J's love writing skills. Yeah, I want to I see this. I want to see the rap. Why oh. didn't they publish that novel as, like, a tie-in? Yeah, right? Oh. Oh, well. Missed opportunities. Do you have anything else specific? Not that I can think of. Yeah, because I I agree. I think painting the broad strokes of either show a lot more or a lot less Michael. If you do the 40 McFortyton is the murderer, show a lot less of Michael. If you don't go with that, make him, you know, an actual co-lead on this and, like, show his path of destruction. Yeah. Again, broad strokes, characterize these characters more. Give the ki- especially giving the kids more to do that either their deaths or their journey through the movie is more satisfying or more sad. Yeah. Uh, we Hopes and dreams, I think that would have helped a yes. bit more. Ho- hopes and dreams. That's, that's all we need to know is just know, give me something about these people besides we're young and we like to pork. <laughs> they like pork, you know. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, that's the that's our that's our fixes. Uh, uh, any any fun facts about this movie? John Carpenter was originally supposed to direct this, and uh, I can't figure out why he decided not to. Yeah. You think it was the script that told him, "Hey, maybe I shouldn't do this." You know, I I don't know why, but like my intuition is telling me that right now. Yeah, I I would say so too. And John Carpenter's a great director, uh, also a great musician, because he wrote the theme for Halloween as well. Mm, and okay. when, honestly, it's even though the movie's pretty, it's not great. Whenever they play that theme when Michael Myers is walking or Jamie Lee Curtis cuts off Michael Myers' head, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is like, pretty dope. It's a pretty great... Th- and if uh, from the trailer for the new Halloween, when they play that like at the end, it just feels so great. Good well, job, J- Jack Carpenter. JC, good job. I guess we don't have any fun facts. Uh, are you looking forward to the new Halloween movie? Sure. <laughs> you know, this was our first introduction to it all. 
Yeah. So I, I can't really say we're Halloween fans or anything, but yeah. uh, you know I'm looking forward to Halloween. I'm going to dress up and everything. Yeah, gonna be great. me too. But no, I mean I, like the, I saw the trailer for the movie and it looks it looks really good. It oh. looks like a really well made horror movie. And from what I hear, there was like footage out of Comic Con that uh, like showed a three minute like unbroken take of Michael Myers just going and just going ham and killing so many people. And they show some of the kills, and some of them happen off screen, mm. and like it's uh, like like an artistic Halloween. Okay. Which I I'd be down to check out. Yeah. No. And and John Carpenter's doing all of the music for this new one. Ah, uh, all right, all right, I can do that. I'm down for that. From from the director of Pineapple Express, <laughs> it comes the new Halloween. Oh man, yeah. what a time to be alive. Man, oh man. Yeah, that's, that's all I got. That's just you know not a not an exciting episode today, but definitely definitely one one for the for one for the books. Yep, one for the books. Once another. When, whenever would we have done this unless in a Halloween movie was coming out? So I hope you guys are enjoying your Halloween. Uh, there's a, a, a an interesting treat we're doing next week. <laughs> yes. Uh, how do we do? We want to tease this a little bit? No, I think just saying it. This is not. The next thing is not the Halloween special you would expect. If you can call this Halloween special out, you can figure it out. You can figure it out. I, I will honestly give you $100 if you can figure out what our next thing will be. Yes, uh, so, you know, tweet at, tweet at us at a DR Script Podcast. That's Dr. Script Podcast. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or however you're listening to this. And make sure uh, Twitter is DR Script Podcast, but when you look at it on Spotify and iTunes, type in the word doctor, D-O-C-T-O-R. Yeah. Uh, doctor Script. Uh, and definitely leave, leave us a review on iTunes. It'd be so great to see see a bunch more five stars popping up down there. Yeah, you guys are great. So thanks again for listening. You got, you got an interesting treat next week. And uh, tweet at us, and if you get it right, we will... Uh, Sam owes you a hundred bucks. I will personally go to your house, <laughs> hand you a check for a hundred dollars, and say you're a genius. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, drink we'll up your H two O and get get ready for some fun stuff. Yep. All right. See you guys. Wait.